y'all. Welcome back to Prevention Nation. Where we believe education and awareness can change the culture of violence. My name is Roy Lutz. And I'm Shelby Russell. Welcome back to Prevention Nation. Uh, today we have a guest, uh, Jolene Hurwitz. That's how you pronounce it, correct? That is correct. Um, and Jolene is the o, uh, OCTF, Ohio Children's Trust Fund, uh, Regional Prevention Project Director. Is that is that correct? Southwest Ohio Southwest. Regional Prevention Council Coordinator. Well, that's a very long title. Um, so welcome. And uh, so, Jolene, can you tell us a little bit about what OCTF uh, is at a glance? Certainly. And it will be just at a glance. Yes. Because yes. Um, there is a lot happening uh when it comes to the Ohio Children's Trust Fund. But uh, just briefly, it is the mission of the Trust Fund to prevent child abuse and neglect through investing in strong communities, healthy families, and safe children. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the focus is really helping communities develop the, the kinds of structures that it needs to promote positive childhood experiences. And something a lot of people don't realize is the Ohio Children's Trust Fund is actually housed within the Ohio Department of Job and Family Services, their Office of Families and Children. And they are actually uh, governed by a 15-member board that includes uh, four members of the General Assembly, three state agency directors, and eight public members that are appointed by the governor. So they have a very, uh, very uh, broad perspective when they are working on how this mission of theirs will actually occur. But part of their uh, their strategy is to work um, through regional uh, collaboratives or regional councils, and that's one of the ways that they support the local prevention programming uh, that occurs to, able, to be able to strengthen families throughout the region. And as I mentioned, we are with the Southwest region, and that comprises eight counties. I'll try to do them in alphabetical order. Okay. Adams, Brown, Butler, Claremont, Clinton, Hamilton, Highland, and Warren counties are in the Southwest region. To be a part of the local regional council, Uh, the county commissioners in each of the counties will appoint two prevention specialists to represent their county on that council. There can also be some at-large members that are appointed by the OCTF board, and then each region has a coordinator that actually supports the work of the council and maintains the partnership throughout the region, and that would be me. Yeah, so let's move on to your specific expertise, uh, which is what? Uh, how does the OCTF operate on a more local level? Well, at the local level, they are uh, the ones who actually provide the funding that the councils then um, will make decisions about how that funds those funds would be used uh, to promote uh, prevention programming across this the the whole region. Um, And, you know, the goal of all of the services, um, both statewide and at the regional level, is to support families within their local communities and to do so by enhancing the protective factors Mm -hmm. and reducing the risk factors and, again, promoting very positive childhood experiences. Um, the five protective factors that all of the programs need to be addressing is parental resiliency, knowledge of 
parenting and child development, social connections, concrete supports in times of need, and social and emotional competency in children or youth. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So that's the, that's the, the big uh, embrace that we try uh, to maintain uh, through the prevention programming. Well, as a father, arena. I can tell you, I need a lot of parental resiliency. <laughs> so, <laughs> we all can stand up right? to work on building that resiliency. Absolutely. Well, I just love to focus on the, the protective factors and the positive family experiences. It's so critical rather than, uh, I think, in some uh, one of our earlier discussions, how uh, when it's, you know, reducing or, um, you know, the, the incident of child abuse and neglect, that just doesn't sound nearly as... Um, appealing for a, a parent to seek support and services when it's like, I'm doing this to prevent myself from hurting my kids, as right. opposed to I'm doing this to better the lives of my children and myself. So I agree. I think that most parents want to do their best. Mm-hmm. They want to do a good job. They want their children to be healthy. They want their children to have a chance to, to thrive. They want their children to be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that when we create communities and we offer services that align with that goal, that desire, that heartfelt desire that parents have, I think it's so much easier to engage parents in that work. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So uh, just to kind of elaborate like on what's happening locally. So like what kinds of programs are being funded right now um, in our area? And like, can you talk a little bit more in uh, depth about each of the programs? I'll do my best. Um, (laughs) For Warren County specifically, we have uh, two vendors, two service providers that are targeting families in your communities. And that would be Beach Acres Mm -hmm. and also Pause for Parents, Play for Kids. Those are the, the two that specifically want to serve families in Warren County. They do it very differently. Um, pause for parents, uh, play for children. They are they actually offer a lot of different kinds of ways to support families. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be through mechanisms providing kind of a break, a respite, a rest. Yeah. Uh, it can be direct support services. Um, it can be through education. Uh, about different things, um, and they they have this wonderful ability to meet people where they're at. They do, yeah. Uh, which, from all that I've read in terms of their evaluation, families love that. Um, yeah, the testimonials I've heard from there, fantastic. Yes, um, and and I think that's really uh, one of the the keys to their strength is. They don't tell people what they need. They let people tell them what they need, mm-hmm. and they're able to then respond in, in a way that, that su- provides the support or the rest or the education um, or just the fun. Right. Um, and it, uh, the, the pictures and stuff do look fun. Their website yeah. makes it look like they're actually having a good time doing what they're doing. So. Absolutely. So specifically, um, let me focus on next year since we're almost at the beginning of the next fiscal right. year in July. Uh, starting in July, they will be offering to, pam- to families in Warren County um, a parenting educational program called Common Sense Parenting. They also have a trauma-informed consultation service for families that are facing kind of that, you know, that critical issue like right now and just really need kind of a professional to to work through um, whatever is going on within their home. 
And then they also provide, will be providing self-care kits because they know how important it is for parents to take care of themselves while they're also taking care of their children. You know what's going to be in the self-care kit? That I don't know. (laughs) Okay, surprises. (laughs) There'll be a surprise. But perhaps one of these days you can invite Lisa McCoon to come and have her talk about what's in those kits and what the the vision is for um, the continuation of services because... One really cool thing that's happening in 23 is we do have, the council does have a one-year funding stream for innovation services. Mm -hmm. And PAWS has been growing exponentially. Yeah. They... Are just, they just can barely keep up with it. And so they we're going to use some of those innovation funds that are targeted for the Southwest region to help them create a satellite site for Warren County and Clinton County. So oh, Warren wow. County families won't have to just go to Butler County or be limited to just virtual um, interactions. So don't know where that's going to be or what that's going to look like, but that's going to yeah. be on the horizon and in the next fiscal year. So somewhere between July of this year and June of 23. Cool. Hopefully that will be um, established and operating. I do know that they've already started positions uh, posted on their website for the uh, staff that would actually be working wow. here. So okay. isn't so that exciting? It sounds, it sounds like it's going to happen. I think it is going to happen. So, yeah, that's that's really, really cool. So let me tell you just a little bit about uh, Common Sense Parenting because um, the more I read about it, uh, the more I was kind of intrigued with what they will be offering to families. Um, specifically, they are um, offered through, I think, six. Let me just verify that. Um, six sessions, um, six one a week for six weeks um, that last about two and a half hours. They will be held in the evening, um, and that will be right now, that will be at their pause location in Butler County, uh, but it's also going to be offered uh, virtually uh, if a person, uh, you know, has a need, health need, or uh, yeah. a major barrier to being able to, uh, to participate. But um, what they do is they teach caregivers specific techniques um, between things like uh, general praise and effective praise, Um, how to um, teach a child to accept the answer no. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the real common things that parents may or may not feel really comfortable with, um, how to follow instructions, how to disagree appropriately, um, (laughs) things like that. Even Um, things things that I've that have always fascinated me about common sense parenting just in general was just even learning how to communicate with children. I, I mean, I, my, one of my heroes is Mr. Rogers always has oh, been. Yes. And I've always, uh, I think it was just subconsciously when I talk with little kids, I always kneel down and I talk to them. We're face to face. It's mm-hmm. not talking down to, and then, you know, I think one of the things that I've always asked my kids, uh, as a parent, it, and I think this would qualify as common sense parenting is, uh, I've oftentimes asked my kids, what's the toughest part about being you when I see them going through tough times? I, I don't tell them it looks like you're having a tough time with this. Right. You tell me what's the toughest part about being you. Right. Uh, and it seems to elicit a very different response than when I tell them what the problem is. So, exactly. Yeah, so I think common sense exactly. parenting is fantastic. So that's, uh, that's really an exciting um, strategy, I mm-hmm. think, uh, to work with families. And then they also have um, consultation that is a part of that. So 
to help families, okay, I've, I've kind of been exposed to this new way of maybe communicating or right. uh, initiating conversations, mm-hmm. but what's that going to look like when I go home? <laughs> Yeah, and I'm actually yeah. actually trying to do this. So they will be also offering um, the uh, six weekly consultation sessions so that that transition from classroom to house uh, household is yeah. a smoother one for the families that are, are doing that. Well, if I could recommend morning times. I know when I used to work at Children's Services, my favorite time to do home visits was before school. Uh, that's when a lot of those uh, practices that they're learning and they're parenting uh, it really was tested, put to, put to a test when we have to meet the bus at a very specific time, otherwise you miss the bus, and I can't drive you to school, so you're going to miss school. We have to get food. We have to get your backpack put together get you dressed. <laughs> there was a lot of pressures in the morning mm-hmm. time, and putting those, those skills to the test yeah. in real-world experience is important. So. Yes, it is. It definitely is. The other thing that um, they've been doing for a couple of years is the trauma-informed uh, consultation, and they actually work with um, a therapist, uh, mm-hmm. and she will work specifically with individual families yeah. uh, and tries to understand what is it that you need help with, what is your goal here, and then based on that, always checking you know, how do we know when we've met that goal? What's that going to look like for you, for your family, for your children, etc.? And those are reviewed for every call to make sure that they are getting the, their needs met, that they are getting the right amount of service, not only the right service, but the right amount of service, the right dosage. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes we make the assumption that um, because a program lasts this long, then people need all of that. Mm-hmm. And maybe they don't. Maybe maybe right. they only need one or two or three, and then it's it's managed. Um, so again, I one of the things that I see in the work that Pause is doing is a very intentional individual strategy to meet the needs of whoever comes through their door for services. Yeah. Um, similarly, the other provider for Warren County is uh, Beach Acres, and Beach Acres um, offers um, basically a, a three-prong approach to supporting families. Uh, one is with a very um, evidence-based program called Triple P, and they offer Level 4. Let me tell you just a little bit about Triple P, uh, because if I just say Level 4, you're going to say, how did you get to 4? Was there right. a 1, 2, and 3? And yes. is there anything after it? Um, Triple P uh, is a program that's designed to really ensure that families have a safe and engaging environment in which their children grow, because we know that when kids get bored, they can get into trouble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when I was growing up, yeah, when I was growing up, it was <coughs> idle hands are the devil's workshop. That was mm-hmm. my mother's motto. Oh, so wow. okay. had to always stay busy doing yep. something. Um, it could be fun, but we had to, we we didn't just sit stay around. Active, yeah, right. we had to stay active, and you know, so that was that was one of the things that uh, Triple P is interested in doing is making sure that the environment is safe and engaging. Mm-hmm. Um, that there is a positive learning environment uh, that the children are in, and children learn in so many ways. Um, you know, they tactile, auditory, visual, just you know. So many things that kids can be doing and so many ways they can be um, taught within mm-hmm. the home in just normal activities. I'm, I've always been amazed at how much education can occur in a kitchen. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everything from safety, like don't touch a hot stove, to uh, fractions. 
measuring things. Yeah, right. One fourth is, you know? Yeah. So, anyway, have that. I'm glad that wasn't a test. That, yeah, uh, I, was like, oh, I was like, oh no, she ask. just tested us <laughs> in a quarter cup. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And even going, you know, so how many ounces? I mean, there are just it's so many ways mm-hmm. you can use the the natural interactions you have with your children to be an educational thing that can be fun. Right. Uh, it doesn't have to always be, you know, sit down, I'm going to now teach you math or right. sit down, I'm not going to teach you history or whatever. Yeah. Um, Triple P also uh, helps teach uh, parents how to use really appropriate kind of assertive pos- but positive discipline uh, that's really kind of based on consequences, mm-hmm. um, how to maintain reasonable expectations for children. It's kind of unreasonable to think that a hungry uh, toddler is going to be quiet going through the grocery line. Yeah, right. <laughs> so just kind of understanding the child development uh perspective and what's reasonable at this point in time with what that child is experiencing. And then last, as I mentioned before, take care of yourself as a parent. So um, using these kind of principles, what they are really hoping to do with with Triple P is to prevent problems before they occur, Um, you know, whether it's in the home, in the school, in the community, and create family environments that really encourage children to to thrive uh, and in safe and fun ways. Um, and realize their own potential because every child comes into the world with great potential. We just have to help them unlock that potential. Yeah. So the levels, there are five levels. Uh, level one is kind of universal. And so there isn't a class, there isn't a group that uh, you go to or participate in. Um, and the intention is really to give positive messages about parenting. Uh, kind of to your point earlier about, you know, for someone to, to look at you and say, you know, you need a parent ed class. You need to you need to learn how to be a parent. Mm-hmm. That's kind of off-putting oh, uh, and, and very kind of negative. So the whole uh, approach of universal messaging around parenting is to really normalize the seeking of help as a parent. Yeah. Take away that stigma. Take away that him. stigma there. I'm not because I'm seeking help. I'm I'm not broken. No, you're not broken, and you're not bad. I'm doing, yeah, I'm not bad. I'm not doing it wrong. But yeah, I just need some support. And in a lot of ways, we applaud that in other arenas. We sure do. But we don't always applaud that in parenting. Yeah, my kids are in athletics, and you know, taking a taking a extra private class that's that's applauded. That's you know, you are showing initiative to improve, blah blah blah, all these things. And yeah, when you're parenting, I need some help parenting. Oh, you, you things are going bad. Wow, I didn't say things are going bad, right? Right. So. I, I want to get better at this. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's, yeah. that's prevention, exactly. Um, level two is kind of a one-time brief intervention, uh, generally for a parent who's doing well uh, overall, but just may have a couple of road bumps along mm-hmm. the way. Um, so just let's address this one or two things and, and we're good to go. Level three is more targeted uh, intervention for uh, parents that, that have a child that maybe is really struggling uh, moderately with some behaviors. Um, and that could be a face-to-face uh, intervention or it could be a phone call kind of intervention. And the interventions are usually 15 to 30 minutes long, yeah. maybe up to four. Again, so not super intensive. Just, not yeah. super intensive, but a little bit more than a one-time contact. Level four, which is what BJ Gers is offering, 
that's really for parents that have children <clears throat> that are exhibiting pretty serious behavioral issues um, and are, are really struggling. Um, so they're really focusing on helping those families. Yeah. There is one other level, level five, and we do not have anyone in the region that is offering level five of services. And that's really pretty intensive support for those families that have those complex concerns about behaviors of their children. So uh, for Butler, for War, excuse me, for Warren County, um, it would be that level four that uh, really are for those parents that are, are really struggling with their kids' behaviors. Well, is there anything else before you leave? You've been such a wealth of information. Is there anything else, uh, any advice you would have for uh, vendors or preventionists in Warren County, how we could work better together? What should we be doing? I think what we're doing is talking, and I think mm -hmm. that's the first step. Uh, the first step in achieving anything is starting that, that line of communication. So talking, understanding mm -hmm. what we all have to contribute to strengthen our families and create those safe community uh, experiences for our kids. Um, that's step number one. Step number two is advocate. Advocate for the families in mm. your community. To me, that's one of the great things about these regional councils. Um, from these eight counties that I have the privilege of working with, the council members are all experts in their communities. They know their families. They know their needs. They know the barriers. Transportation, as you mentioned, mm -hmm. being a, a very common one. And we can come together at the council and we can advocate. And I've seen that happen with our council. The families that are living in Adams and Brown and Highland and Clinton County oftentimes feel like they don't get their needs met because they're too far from the big centers or too far from the Cincinnati's or too far from, you know, right. the Dayton's and, and the, the big hubs of more uh, resource-rich communities. Mm -hmm. And so I love it when the council members are saying, don't forget, my families need this too, and I'm going to advocate on their behalf. And they come with that expertise, and they come with that passion. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, to me, that's how we can make things happen for families, is we bring our love for the work we do, we bring our passion for families and children, and we don't stop. We just keep working together, because together we can always make it better. Well, how do you end on a better note, right? Yeah, I love that.